1: Welcome back to the Rebels Podcast. This is our third episode for the first season of Lego Star Wars colon the Freemaker Adventures. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, along with me, as always, uh, my faithful co-pilot,
0: Matt the Crankster Crinky. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Good to be back, Mike, and we're talking some Freemakers and some other stuff going on in the Star Wars universe, and hey, who would have ever thought? We would have seen Darth Vader in a Naboo Starfighter again, but yeah. hey, it's Lego. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We are later. Yeah. <laughs> Some awesome. Good stuff coming up.
1: Uh, cool. Well, before we jump into the news,
0: yeah. I just
1: wanted to go ahead and thank I uh, I uh, basically like the people who are actually responsible for creating and like bringing us uh, Lego Star Wars: The Free Maker Adventures. Uh, who have been awesome on Twitter uh, and they're like they're listening to the podcast they are they're tweeting at us they're like uh, saying you know like thanks for for uh, watching the show thanks so like I just wanted to I just wanted to point out um, I mean last week we talked about it Leland Chi. Uh, I think I think he might be like our number one super fan right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we got to right, we got to take the crown away from you for a little bit, Matt Matt Campbell. Um, I know you know he he's been with us uh, since the beginning for the last eight years. But uh, but but Leland like he's he's going hard on this. Like he's he's talked to us for every episode so far yeah so yeah. uh well i guess it's only two isn't it <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah like he i just uh, like confirming that uh our love of of uh bash and ram and Gribala is uh is is uh, mirrored by them they enjoy those uh, writing those characters creating those characters just as much as we enjoy seeing them on screen mm-hmm. um but we've got uh, uh also one of the executive producers bob roth is following us on Twitter now and and liking our posts and uh and uh, uh james bates i uh, tweeted at us and said thanks for the kind words congrats on your excellent taste and i uh, <laughs> i you know i mean flattery will get you everywhere right or, or the writers, um, but yeah it's it's just it's really cool um obviously like like i said you know matt and i i've been doing this for eight years matt you've been doing this for seven years yeah. I, you know, we're, we're about to hit our anniversary, uh, our eight year anniversary for Frontlines
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in August. And, you know, yeah, Rebels is technically a different show, but it is the spiritual successor to, to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. And, um, w- when I started the podcast, I just started it because I thought, you know, like, oh, this will be, this will be a fun thing to do. I like other podcasts. I'm going to do, you know, try this out for myself. Um, and I never, I never thought that you know it would be as as big as it's been for us, which is really cool. Um, obviously, we love all of our awesome listeners uh, that we've gathered throughout the years, but uh, but it's always really really cool when we get to interact with the creators. Um, mm. But even better when the creators then turn around and interact with our content. So. Um, we've been lucky enough, you know. Uh, James Arnold Taylor, I, I was was really kind and did some cool promo stuff for us uh, with Frontlines, and uh, and obviously, you know, I, I we got to talk to to many of the cast members of, of the Clone Wars over the years. We haven't really gotten to talk to anybody um, from Rebels one on one yet, but uh, but having. Knowing that, that the people responsible for, for making uh, the Freemaker Adventures are listening in and like what we have to say, I uh, that that's, it's it's just a really cool feeling. It's really cool when when you get to um, um, when you get acknowledgement that yeah. the people that you appreciate are actually hearing what you have to say. You know mm-hmm. that we're not just throwing this out into the void. That it's not just a comment for comment's sake. Or uh, or yet another you know, uh, 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 post in a thread on mm-hmm. on a Facebook page or something like that. But that that we are actually interacting with the people um, responsible for the show, and yeah. uh, and when we say that we are enjoying the crap out of it, that that they get to hear us talk about that. That's just it's just a really cool. It's just a really cool thing to, to know that. I mean, like I know, like Dave Filoni has one of our Frontlines T-shirts, um, and I uh, and that that I always every time I, I think about that and I have pictures of like when I when I gave him the uh, him and Joel Aaron T-shirts, and I uh, and I always I always get a kick out of that when I think about it, and uh, and this is kind of on that same level where yeah you know we're uh, we're interacting. And, uh, and, and not only are we, uh, thankfully we have nice things to say. This isn't like, uh, over on, over (laughs) on quiver where I have to, I I have to take every week and go like, you know, we really did used to love this show, but, uh, I don't know what the heck these, what's going on Um, with this. It's kind of the opposite where like, I think you and I like, we went, Hey, cool. Let's cover this Lego show. Uh, it's like it's a it's a few episodes. It's a, it's a fun thing to do. It'll be a good excuse to come back during the summer,
0: yeah. and
1: and get some content out there for for the listeners. Uh, but I didn't expect, and I don't think you expected to really really enjoy the show as much as we have.
0: No, um, no, not at all. Not yeah, at
1: all. like it it actually is. It, it sounds it's almost it sounds almost like an insult because you know like. I, I just the way that this comes out but like it is really really much better than I expected it to be I expected it to be much more of like the the kids show sort of thing um right. last year last week we brought up detours and uh and I think actually that that Freemaker Adventures has a lot of in common with that that, they that the tone is actually very similar to that now like there's obviously kids stuff as well like we've talked about the last two two episodes but um a lot of a lot of the jokes that i'm really vibing with on the show i don't think that a younger audience would would quite catch on to you know there's there's some really good really funny stuff um that is definitely aimed at at us the uh the the older listeners uh or sorry viewers uh right. and uh and and i don't know it, it's just it's it's been a really really fun uh ride uh these three episodes and right. i am i mean like i'm only three episodes in i'm taking them one week at a time same because yeah. i yeah. want to be fresh for when we talk about it right so right um uh it's kind of you did you did the same thing with with clone wars with season yeah, six, season with, six yeah. with the lost right. episodes Uh, so that you would be fresh when we can't but I, that I, I binged that. I I just watched (laughs) (laughs) every episode in in a day, I think. Um, but yeah, I, it's just been, it's been really cool. It's been really cool that, that the show has been as good as it is and that, um, that the listener feedback has also been awesome. I mean, like you guys have been really great. Um, we've got a tweet from, we, usually we do this at the end of the show, but but let's do it. We're going to do it at the front. Um, Cause we're kind of, our format's a little bit different for the summer season, right. but uh, Danny, Bryan. Tweeted at us, thank you so much for covering the new Star Wars Lego show. I love the story and wish they made an adult show of it. Thanks. And one of the things that I've been thinking, I was thinking of this last night while I was watching, and I'm, I'm going to talk to Joe Hogan about this, and I think that me and him are going to maybe maybe collaborate on something, because I'd really like to take these Lego characters and bring them into um, like the Clone Wars and Rebels style and like mm-hmm. actually like really show them off as like like these are characters that you know maybe the exact stories that are happening to them didn't happen quite that way um because it is lego star wars so much like the lego star wars video games um or anything else lego star wars. like it's a very heightened very uh comedic version of the star wars galaxy but but it is all based on like that grain of truth right like that that whether it's based on that one scene from the movie or off of, you know, like the uh, characters from the films. Um, I, I'm choosing to believe that the Freemakers are characters that did exist in the Star Wars galaxy. Um, for those that don't know, the wheel, the space station that they live on, mm-hmm. is actually from a really old comic um, from the Marvel Comics run, like the original Marvel Star Wars comics run. So, like, the 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 world that they live in is is very much uh, based on on existing Star Wars lore. So so I I really want to say like I sort of at the same time that like the FreeMaker Adventures is what it is, it's a Lego Star Wars show, so that's kind of the context that it lives in, and I'm cool with that. I'm totally happy with that. Um, at the same time, I agree with Danny that I I I, 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 if I can sort of like interpret what he's saying, I don't necessarily think that, that it needs to be an adult show like, uh, like clone wars or rebels, which I don't know if I would necessarily label them as adult shows either, but, um, I echo the sentiment that I want to see these characters realized as, uh, as the, as like as real people, right. Or as you know, the animated versions and not as, not just as the Lego versions, um, even though you know that's how they were introduced to us, um, so so I totally get that. I totally get where he's coming from on that, um, and uh, and I'm I I, I think I, I'm gonna when I when I get a little bit of time I, uh, uh, which is easier said than done. Yeah, um,
0: you got a kid coming, so <laughs> on, <we'll see.
1: laughs> yeah, and uh, and commissions and uh, and contracts and stuff like that to deal with yeah. on top of my regular <laughs> job and running a podcast network, but. I, it's one of those things that, you know, you know how, you know how, when you have something that needs to get done, um, one of the best ways to procrastinate is by being productive, but being productive with something that is completely inconsequential. Uh, and so like, you, you know, like, Oh, I really gotta, I really gotta take down, uh, that, that, uh, that bookshelf and, and break it down. Right. It's, it's, it's a thing that I got to do. I got, to reorganize this room and, and take down that bookshelf. But, uh, before I can do that, you know what I really need to do? I really need to reorganize my video game collection. So I'm going to go do that. And so like <laughs> you're being productive and it's like, oh yeah, okay, well uh, I'm getting stuff done, but not what you're supposed to get done. <laughs> I think that this will be one of those projects where I'm like, oh, I really got to get that done that one thing, but, uh, Oh, you know what I should do though? I should do those, those free maker drawings. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Joe Hogan. I think uh, me and him, we're going to hook up and we're going to get motivated. Yeah. yeah we're going to, we're going to do, I uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll collaborate on a single piece together or maybe, uh, or maybe we'll do an art battle and we'll each do our interpretation of the characters. Oh, yes. Uh, Take
0: it to the ring battle. Yeah. Yeah. Battle. Yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then
1: we'll show it to you guys and see, yeah. see what you guys think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it's uh, like you said, it, this thing, I think for a lot of people, you know, not just us, it kind of snuck up on us like, wow, you know, this is, you know, yeah. it got, this is they're following a the storyline and, and with the jokes and, and everything. It's just like, like you said, it really just kind of snuck up on me, especially because I was just like, oh, you, you mentioned, hey, let's check it out. We I did like, OK, this is this is different. This is not what I was thinking it was going to be. So and you said you talked about getting some of the uh, responses from not only some of the listeners, but. Got a, the executive producer and the writers are talking yeah. about this, and Leland Chi. It's like, wow, this is yeah. pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's it's just really great to hear that. So
1: yeah, uh, we're totally and cool.
0: it's like I said last week, it's like we go nowhere near the in depth that we normally do with say the Rebels and the Clone Wars. If any of you out there listen to those, you know how deep we get into those. And this, we kind of just take a tertiary look at the whole episode, and we don't break it down like we normally do, but. Uh, Apparently they're still like what we're doing, so that's good. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. Like I said, it's 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 one of those things where it snuck up on me, and I've been having a great time checking this thing out. And uh, I guess before we get to talking about uh, Xander's joyride, uh, we can yeah. just talk a few things. Uh, Mike, I got a couple things I'll throw out to you real quick here. Um, Hey, uh, it sounds like we have a television television confirmation of a three minute Rogue One mm-hmm. Star Wars story trailer on the fifteenth. Now, yeah. I started doing the time here, and I still think that uh, at least here in in California, um, we're probably going to already see this thing uh, when it airs on TV because they're going to show. We also got a confirmation that they're doing a Rogue One Star Wars panel. It's going to be live stream, which is fantastic for those of us who can't be there and they're probably going to do like they did with the force awakens mike they are going to show uh at the very end of it they're going to show the trailer so it looks like we're going to get that sometime in the morning and then uh, again we'll get it at night uh on this tv show um it's going i think it's about the force awakens some documentary thing so uh that's some pretty exciting news that three minute rogue one trailer mike and i gotta say I think we're going to – this been confirmed. We're, we're seeing Darth Vader in this movie. Now, how much we see in the trailer, I don't know. You can get anywhere from breathing to a full-on um, shot of him doing something in the trailer. Yeah. And I'm so con, I'm so conflicted of what I want because I'm so excited to see him in a trailer. But then a part of me is like, oh, I kind of want to wait until the movie. Oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know where we're going to get – I don't know, dude, but I yeah. think I think they're gonna show us something of Vader, whether it's breathing or just a, a picture or a, a quick shot of him doing. I don't know, but uh, what do you think, man? We got some yeah. good stuff. There.
1: Well, you know, I would love to go into into uh, Rogue One or Episode Eight or even the upcoming season of Rebels, knowing absolutely nothing about what we're expecting to see. Um, I actually think um i'm kind of torn about this sort of thing but i really feel like with star wars celebration i that we get really really spoiled on a lot of really cool stuff for we in the past with clone wars and with rebels um things like seeing the first episode uh, yeah like at at (laughs) celebration last year we got to see the whole season premiere the season two premiere yeah um which was kind of it was a li- like it was awesome. Don't get me wrong, but then we had to wait that much longer for new Star Wars, right? So I yeah. uh, because then you know when the season came back, we saw the new episode, the first episode coming back, and then and then uh, had to wait and all that sort of thing. It it, it, it it's just uh, and then with the clips and everything like that. I really remember with Clone Wars, we got a lot of clips. At celebration, uh, the 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 two years that I went covering Clone Wars, and then we would come back in, and you would be sitting through the season throughout the season, going like, well, we saw that part already. Right. Right. We already saw Embo on the on the. This this is actually funny because it ended up in the Lost episodes, right? But uh, the 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 arc where they're, uh, where Embo is is chasing them and they're there yeah. so he's like snowboarding down Snowboard the on his, on, his, on his hat right and like we the on his helmet like we saw that at star wars celebration like two years before it came out on netflix right so um i'm always a little bit like i go into trailers and stuff like that with trepidation but outweighed with excitement yeah so there's a big part of me that loves trailers and loves the hype and loves all that sort of thing. But there's another part of me that, that really wishes that we could go into these things with like no knowledge. Like the first time I saw Jurassic park, right? Mm -hmm. Like I knew that there were dinosaurs in it. I knew, you know, like I, I knew the basics of what I was getting myself into, but I had no idea the depth of it or like sort of and, and nowadays with a lot of tra- like we see so many trailers you go into a movie and you've seen most of the movie right Right. oh yeah I think the force awakens did a really good job but even then uh, we had all it's with star wars we just like we digest this stuff and you go in with expectations and then there's almost like a there's almost like a mourning period after watching the movie. <laughs> um, it's why yeah. I saw The Force Awakens twice on opening night. Um, that And because, you know, it was Star Wars. But the first viewing... I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but um, I know I've talked about it with my friends for sure. The The way that I look at... I, an experience like watching The Force Awakens is—it's liquid, right? It's liquid for so long, and I—I I, I mean, before it's liquid, even liquid, it's gas, right? Like when it was, like before we got the first teaser, we didn't know anything. We knew who was in it. We didn't even know the characters' names. We didn't know anything. All we had was that cast photo, right? And we're going like, well, who's what character? And then, and then as the 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 first teaser trailer comes out, it starts to, like, coalesce together a little bit. And you're like, okay, he's in a Stormtrooper outfit. Okay, there's that new droid. Is that new droid going to be a main character? Or is that new droid going to... Like, you remember the first time we saw BB-8, we mm. didn't even know what he was called. And we were looking, going, like, was that just, like, a one-off? Like, is that character going to be important to the story? Is that just a shot of a neat character like oh there's some x-wings okay we see x-wings but we didn't even really notice at first that the x-wings were new and different right Mm, there's we're all debating like are those are the wings split like what's going on there (laughs) right um and then obviously with kylo ren and and the lightsaber it's like okay what's happening here right and that stuff starts to come together and then we see another trailer at Star Wars Celebration, and we're getting, you know, more pieces, and it's changing from a gas to a liquid. Okay, they're flying the Millennium Falcon. Uh, these uh, 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 Ray and Finn are flying the Millennium Falcon, and then Han Solo steps onto the Millennium Falcon, and you start to piece together the story, right? Oh, yeah. And then the final trailer comes out, and everything's kind of like, like, okay, I think I'm getting a sense for what the story is in this movie. And then the the final moment is as you're watching the movie it's almost like it's almost like it's like a river or a body of water right and as you cross the body of water behind you it's turning to ice Mm
0: -hmm. right
1: and and you get to the other side and you look back and the water had so much possibility it was moving and fluid and it could be anything like Yoda says always in motion is the future but as you pass those points it's like okay Finn's a stormtrooper, okay. Poe gets shot down, or like like that the the tie fighter gets shot down. Poe's not in the movie for all of that that middle chunk. That kind of sucks. I really like Poe. I wish he was in more of the movie. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Uh, Ray's a really cool character. These two characters get along really well. Han Solo, the rat tars. I don't know how I feel about those. That's uh, not really what I expected to see. You know, like you get through the movie and 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 you get, uh, Han Solo dies and and as you get through that you get to the end and you're like well now that's what it is right the the possibility of the future is gone it's solidified into a solid object that's not changing so the force awakens is the force awakens now and it doesn't change the 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 cool thing before the movie is when we're all sitting around speculating trying to figure out what it's about Right with the little pieces of information that we have, so every time they release a trailer or stills or all these different things, you know, we thought that that Forest Whitaker's character was going to be a Jedi. Turns out that he saw Guerrera, right? Totally unexpected, but totally cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but almost like, kind of would have been a better surprise for the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, I think you may have said that in one of our previous episodes. Like, oh, it would have been cool to find that out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um just to keep his character under wraps and then and then see what what happens later right um so when it comes to vader so bringing this all back to to the the question that you initially asked me when it comes to vader i'd almost rather not see him at all in the trailers mm-hmm. so that we have no idea what his involvement because when he comes on screen, I want it to be a surprise. It's almost a shame that they even told us that he's in it. Mm-hmm. I understand why they did, because as a marketing device, yeah, having Vader course. on all the merchandise is really important. I yeah. count, he need if he's on the poster, more people are going to go see the movie. That's it's just really basic marketing. I understand from a business standpoint why that is. I would, but personally, I would rather that we didn't see that you know what i mean like i would rather to find out you know be speculating it's the it's the death star tarkin and vader gonna be in this and then find out like it while we're sitting through the the movie like holy crap that's darth vader right like when he makes his appearance when the imperial march starts Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my god is that gonna be him is that (laughs) oh and then he comes around the corner or the door opens and there's darth vader and then you know everybody sort of like gasps, uh, and and reacts. You know, like that that would have been a really cool moment. But yeah, and they can still have that as long as they don't show it to us in the trailer. But we'll see, we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's it's really tough because I like I said in the beginning there. It's you know I'm such a huge fan of of Vader, my favorite character, and like you mm-hmm. want to see him, and you, you're just you're just you know the, the appetite to see something of him in a trailer is so great but then you're like you, you're right though man sometimes sometimes it'd be nice just to be surprised and get to that screen in december and then wait to see where he's going to show up and like you said you hear the music and oh no is this going to be it so I, I don't know like i said you can get anywhere from from this trailer you can get from from just breathing to an actual maybe just a quick you know one second flash shot of him doing something um maybe just to tease us a little bit i'd be okay with that but like you said it's it's One of those tough things, man. Uh, you mentioned it the, the Force Awakens trailer. I think a lot of us piece together the first third or half of the story just by yeah. watching that trailer. So, um, I, I definitely agree with you there, but uh, but we'll see, you know, uh, July 15th, man, we're all gonna be tree. It's a huge tree coming out, big, you know, long first full on trailer. So, I'm excited to see that. And the fact that Mike, this is also great stuff, too, right? That this whole uh, not the whole thing, but most of the celebration, most of the big stuff is going to be live streamed like they did in, in uh, last April, which was really cool because, like, some of the panels we just couldn't see, right? I mean, we're there, yeah. but there's so much stuff to do, you can't see it all. And we came back, I think we came back one of the nights and we go, Hey, let's stream the Mark Hamill panel. So we sat in the house and streamed the Mark Hamill panel, uh, just because we, you know, we just wanted to get back, we were tired, or we, you know, it just it just didn't work out for time frames, but we got back and we got to watch it there. So the fact that they're streaming this is so great for us that don't get to go and even for people that do go if you just don't man, mean i just can't make that panel for whatever even or it's full maybe it's full yeah i think it was full maybe that's what it was so we just hey let's go back and watch it on tv so it was cool it was it was it was nice and i'm glad to see that they're keeping with this streaming thing that's that is just brilliant stuff right there so yeah
1: for sure yeah it's yeah. going to be really cool to to be able to keep up with everything mm-hmm. um I don't know if I'll be reason. keeping up with it as it's happening. But, no, but uh, but, but the fact definitely that you can like go back to it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, Only because I should say that I make that really clear. Only because I it's in a different time zone, <laughs> completely right, different right. time zone. It'll yeah. be different when it's celebration uh, Orlando, which um, I probably won't be at next year. Uh, I guess this is the first we have we, that news kind of happened in 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 the dead zone. So we didn't even really talk about the fact that Celebration has been announced for next year in Orlando, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the things that we expected them to do, which was to bounce between the coasts. Um, it's a yeah, little bit disappointing, right. I think, for you and I, yeah. because it's definitely easy for easier. It's easier for you because it's a uh, you you could almost drive it. I could oh uh, definitely
0: easy drive yeah um,
1: yeah if not like you know it's a it's a cheap flight for you right yeah um, right. but for me like it, to get to get down to Anaheim is not a big deal um, I certainly have to save for it I mean like I'm not not Rockefeller over here I don't have that much money <laughs> but but it is manageable whereas I uh, the trip out to Orlando is a little bit more tricky it's it's yeah it's like it's the difference between like a three or $400 flight round flight and an $800 flight, Mm -hmm. um, per person we're talking about. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think I got a really good deal when we went down for celebration last year. I think it was about 200 person, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like it, it, it's, uh, it, it's tough. And then, and then you also have to worry about the hotel and you have to worry about the fact that you're in Orlando. Um, The no yeah. offense to Orlando, but it's a little bit. If you're not from there, I think it's a little rough. Mm-hmm. It's a little difficult to breathe when you're outside. <laughs> um, but it's really far away, and and you mentioned it. You mentioned it before. I I, I get a I got a kid on the way, so yeah. I by yeah. that time by that time baby won't even be a year old. Uh, we are certainly not getting on. Eight hours of eight eight Ooh. plus hours of planes. That'd be a rough trip. Uh, with a, with a, uh, I think I think when we did the math, it's like an eight month old or something like that or nine month old. So, yeah. um, yeah, so it's probably just not in the cards for me. I don't know. You were kind of saying the same thing. It's a little yeah, bit more difficult. it's
0: I mean the flight over would be more yeah. than than most of my expenses. The whole trip, it's you know it's crazy. It'd yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know, so I, it's just, I, I can wait until. Um, Although that, that's going to be a good one to be at because, you know, you're probably going to get some Episode 8 stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it breaks know. my heart
1: because I've been yeah. at the last – I've been at the last three, Celebration 5. Yeah, it's 5 and 6 and then Anaheim, which would have been 7. Yeah. Um, so I've been at the last three in North America. Yeah. Obviously didn't make it to Japan, didn't make it to, uh, to, the, to the
0: UK – yeah,
1: one of them was in the UK and one of them was in, uh, uh, Japan, Germany, right? Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. The right. one between
1: Celebration Six and and uh, 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 Anaheim where was in Germany, um, didn't make it there. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You but I I might do D twenty three. So uh, yeah, that's cool. Year, you which know, yeah. they'll have Star Wars news at D twenty three. So. Oh, for sure, for uh, sure.
0: I, I and I think uh, if the pattern runs the same, yeah, you know, we might be, um, you know, reuniting in 2019 for the last, <laughs> you know, celebration yeah. for episode nine. So yeah, yeah, which that, would be cool. Yeah, so that'd uh, be cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Geez, 2019—that's yes. a long ways away. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Uh, so yeah, some great stuff from Celebration. We get to see it and all that. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, one more thing, hey. So I picked up my the Star Wars: The Force Awakens comic adaptation. Okay. And I, I'm waiting
1: for trade paperback.
0: Okay. Okay. I um I won't spoil. It. Well, here's, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of stupid because I would say like if I've <sighs> got it digitally, so um, yeah, I just wanted to check it out and. I don't know. It's really not worth it um, to me just because it's funny. Chuck Wendig is, gets writing credit, but it's exactly the same dialogue as the movie. So I don't know why he's getting a writing credit because he's it's literally the exact same words that are from the movie. I mean, there might be a, a different conjunction. I don't know, but it's exactly – and it moves really fast-paced because it's only a five – 5 um, episode arc so you know it jumps from, from like the beginning it doesn't show anything with Loris Anteca. it just mentions him briefly like he died so it, it jumps right to like um, it jumps right from the beginning from uh, uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Poe so it just kind of jumps around and, and I don't know for me I mean the art was kind of cool but I just was reading really it going I, I don't know why I need to read this it's um, not really adding anything to it. It's not adding anything. I mean, there is nothing. It's not like the book where you can get a few new nuggets. Um, although,
1: although, let me be really clear about the book. Oh, that too. I know what you're The say. novelization is terrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's god awful. Yeah, there's it nothing is, in that either. So. Yeah, like it. It's just extra dialogue that does not need to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. No. The I I returned the book to Audible so that I could get Bloodline instead oh, okay, uh, because audible great. has their like great listen guarantee or whatever where they'll they'll basically like let you return a book within a certain amount of time mm-hmm. um if if you don't like it um for whatever reason, which is one of the reasons that Audible is awesome. They're not even a sponsor. I wish they were.
0: Because
1: um, <laughs> then we might get paid to actually talk about them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I totally returned it because I was like, this is not – I'm not going to listen to this. Yeah, there's
0: nothing extra in that really either. And and maybe maybe if you see this like you're doing, maybe the trade it will be – because you can go through the whole thing and maybe it will be a little different. But
1: yeah, uh, it
0: just – I read it and I was like, wow, I, I – I should have just watched the movie it didn't really do much for me so i mean <laughs> if you're played the
1: video game
0: yeah but yeah it's just, I just i guess the comic adaptations don't really do much yeah. for me but because uh, let me
1: tell you lego star wars the force awakens is awesome oh it's okay yeah so good more gameplay it is good. so good
0: yeah. yeah no i've heard nothing but great things so it's it's good to hear that and it's got yeah support.
1: i highly recommend it i think yeah. everybody should go and pick it up
0: uh so i guess we'll get it well i guess there was one other thing i mean if if you're a Mace Windu fan, he was uh, Samuel L. Jackson was on some video saying that Mace Windu is still alive. Oh, you know, of course, a Jedi could probably withstand a long fall with like that. But hey, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, thanks, but no thanks. Mace Windu is dead and we don't need to see him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that, you know. He's still out there. I mean, he I, it, obviously he wants to maybe come back to this franchise in some way, whether it's through voice or something, but I, I don't think that they're going to bring him back. I think, uh, I mean, the only way you can really do it is through maybe a uh, force ghost or something like that, but um, <laughs> it's just, yeah. it was funny. I just, I saw the video of him trying to explain why he was like, oh yeah, I talked to George and he said, well, George said, yeah, I guess he could have survived that fall, but, uh, but no. Uh, I, I think someone was. I heard this. I don't know if I read this or listened to it on a podcast. But they talked about um, the emperor when he when he did his forced lightning. He was using all of his um, dark side, and and it was more powerful than say the the lightning he used on Luke, yeah. where he was trying to this basically torture Luke. This was actually he was going for the kill. So kind of a book sort of canonized. Um, reason for why he couldn't have survived that fall because he was pretty much out of it and he didn't get a chance to because we have seen mace windu i mean in episode two geez he jumps off of that uh, platform or that balcony and he jumps a pretty long way and lands on his feet so yeah they can fall a long ways but i think when you've been doused with full dark side lightning force lightning you're probably not gonna survive that fall so yeah
1: i i think it's a bit of a stretch even for mace windu um, maybe if it was Mace Windu from the Gendi Tartakovsky series, I'd believe it. But uh, yeah, but Mace Windu from the movies didn't really do all that much. That was that exciting. But yeah, um,
0: <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like
1: Anakin jumps out of the speeder and he lands on a ship and blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, is it possible? It's totally possible. Is it probable? Uh, I don't know. I yeah. you know if they run out of ideas, I guess they can go back to Mace Windu. But but Mace is just not that interesting of a character.
0: No, I, yeah. For the
1: most part. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Shatterpoint is awesome, which is the, the Mace Windu novel from the Clone Wars era. Like, when, actually, when they were releasing Clone Wars stuff in between Episode 2 and Episode 3. Shatterpoint's an awesome, awesome book. It's one of my favorite Star Wars novels. Um, and he's a really interesting character in that. But none of what is in Shatterpoint makes it into the movie. Mm-hmm. Like right, none of right. that translates. Right. None of it translates. Mace Windu is a a like a floppy dead fish in the movies. Um he just delivers dialogue and sits in chairs and slowly walks down corridors, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, he's really not that effect effective of a Jedi, in my opinion. So I it's I put I put Mace Windu in the Boba Fett category of like cool concept. Um, uh, great look. Obviously, Samuel L. Jackson is is Samuel L. Jackson and capable of a great deal.
0: Executed in the movie, not so great. Yeah, not so great. Well, I and plus I just don't like the fact that Samuel L. Jackson kind of bullied George Lucas into giving him a purple lightsaber. The purple lightsaber. Yeah, 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 yeah. come on, don't. Just I know you always it. go
1: back to that whenever <laughs> whenever it gets brought up. You are always like, well. Uh, Samuel uh. Jackson forcing people to give him a purple lightsaber.
0: I know it's like this is when George was kind of caving. He's like, "Oh, I, yeah. all right, I guess I'll well, have a purple." It's like it's <laughs> like the fact that he could still be alive. You know that that conversation
1: went <laughs> just the same way as the purple lightsaber thing, where he was like, "Hey, George, you think you think my character could still be alive?" And, uh, and George course, was like, sure, well, sure. I, I don't, I don't know. It's sure, pretty, lots of lots of lightning. He fell, he fell pretty far. Yeah, but he's a Jedi, so like you know, you know, he's a Jedi, and it's me, and I got a purple lightsaber. That lightsaber says bleep bleep at bleep, bleepy bleep, bleep bleep on it. And well, you know, well, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess. So you're saying that there's a chance. So, oh, well, I guess that there. So he's alive then. Oh, I guess so. If that's how you want to believe it. If that's then. how you so, want to believe it. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, I just, I don't think George cares that much. Yeah.
0: But, <laughs> but now it's up to Disney now. So, yeah. the Story group. And, uh, no, I yeah. think he's done. So, sorry, Sam, but, uh, they're on to different people now sorry to hear. Sorry to say that to you. But uh, hey, with that, let's uh let's finish up with some freemakers, huh? Yeah, let's do it. So, Mike, last week we finished the episode with Nare and the mm-hmm. freemakers uh, escaping Grabala the hut which, man, I feel like we talked about a great episode. And this episode, yeah. it starts uh, um, kind of like the I guess the first two were, you know, we're on this. You, you mentioned the space station and we keep going back to there. This, uh, um, yeah, the wheel or salvage yeah. the wheel. That's right. The wheel. And, uh, this actually episode took a different turn because we kind of got away from the, the, uh, Kyber Crystal story and just yeah. almost, it's almost like a standalone, right? Yeah, so kind we, of a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get, we, you know, we get the Rowan, which is, he's so funny that he plays to, in the beginning, here they're trying to. He's he's kind of pumping up uh, Xander about, hey, yeah. I bet you can't do this. I bet you can't fix it with this. And at first, time, I was trying to figure out is he trying to get him to build something, and he's just pumping up his ego, like his machismo and all that. Yeah. And I didn't even notice that that there were there was another Starfighter. The Naboo Starfighter was just behind the corner, it kind of snuck up on me, and and this new character we'll <laughs> talk about. But um, so in, in in the beginning here, Mike, what do you think? Uh, Kind of some funny stuff at the beginning, right? Yeah, it was a little unclear. Like I, I thought maybe like the the I saw, you
1: know, when when Roger starts pulling it out, um from the from the it's sort of like off in one of the the little like sort of um garages inside the larger mm-hmm. hangar bay. And Roger's pulling it out um while while uh Roan is distracting Xander. I saw the, the, the side of it, like the the chrome the chromium. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, and had the same sort of reaction that that Xander does. Look, I I I'll, I'll I'll give episode 1 all of the flack that it deserves because it's it's a very flawed film. Um, uh, I mean I still enjoy watching it from time to time, but um, the one thing that always bothered me the most about people's arguments against the prequels is when they would be like doesn't make any sense star in Star Wars everything's all old and dingy looking and weathered <laughs> yeah and then in the Phantom Menace everything's all like shiny and sleek and it looks all futuristic and it's like well first of all it's a galaxy far far away a long time ago it's like it doesn't have to make sense like that second of all like Nabu is naboo everything is a work of art including their starships And, like, because that's the, that's the, like, when you see the Rebel Alliance, the Rebel Alliance are scrapping together their, their, uh, fleet with, with salvaged material, right? Like, it's going to look kind of crummy. Um, and then the Empire is going to be efficient and cold, right? But then when we see Naboo it's a totally different situation they they don't have a military they have a a private security force and their ships are are all these incredible works of art and when you see the N1 starfighter that naboo starfighter like the N1 is an awesome design i i believe oh, designed yeah. by Doug Shang and Doug Shang yeah i it is like it's beautiful it is a beautiful ship so I have the same reaction that, that Xander does for sure. Um, and I, I like, I was totally like, Oh man, is that, is that going to be, is that going to be an N1? And then they, <laughs> and then like he yeah. sees it and I was like, yeah, that's a, that's an awesome ship. Like I remember it being in, um, rogue squadron Two rogue leader. It was an unlockable secret ship that you could get. And mm-hmm. it was one of my favorite ships to fly. Cause it's, uh, it was really fast like it was about as fast as the A-wing uh, and as maneuverable, but it had the same amount of control as an X-wing, and it had because the the blaster cannons are are right there on the nose, and they're they're close together. It has a really tight firing arc, so it's really accurate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just I I just thought that it was a really fun ship to fly in that game, uh, and and sort of you know like it was one of the few vehicles that I've ever like I. Uh, I uh, uh, action figure vehicles that I've ever owned. Um, I think I got rid of it a while ago. I traded it in for, for something else, uh, hey. for credit at a store, uh, which I recently did so that I could get Rex's ATT, the, the Lego set, which is awesome by the way. Um, Oh, I saw that. Uh, but uh, which people will go follow my Instagram. Uh, it's, it's, uh, arcwolf, A-R-K-W-L-F. And you can see all of my pictures of, of me building my, uh, my awesome Rex's ATT. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, I, so the, and what, like, I totally have that same, that it was one of the first things that we saw from episode one, right? You remember when they were first sort of revealing stuff, they revealed, um, there was, there was that little like snippet that we got to see. um, I mean, obviously in the special edition at the end of return of the Jedi, we see Coruscant for the first time and that Coruscant ends up reflecting what Coruscant looks like in the Phantom Menace. Um mm-hmm. although it's a little bit more kind of like rough around the edges it's a little bit different but um but very similar. I remember like that one of the first images they released was I think it was like a trading card and I think it came in the Star Wars Insider which man like like uh, sorry it wasn't the Star Wars Insider back then it was Star Wars Galaxy magazine. That's how far <laughs> back this goes. <laughs> there you go. long, long time ago I, I, yeah. when when Tops was doing the magazine. Um, and it was like a a, a widescreen card of, and I, I'm pretty sure I have it somewhere, and it's of the bus. Do you remember that? Yeah, vaguely, like, Do you remember yeah. that concept yeah. art? It was like, this is like a yeah. Coruscant sky bus or something like that. Um, right. And it's like this long, flat. It looks like a like uh oh what are those cookies? That they're like they're like long and they've got the chocolate in the middle. Like in there it's like the vanilla wafer <laughs> sort of thing almost. <laughs> <laughs> it totally looks like that with like these little wings off the top of it. Um yeah. or like an upside down surfboard kind of. Right. I I that was one of the first things. And then one of the next pieces of concept art that we got was the three N1 starfighters flying through the clouds. So like, it's one of those things that it's it's gonna be the same with with the Force Awakens and with people with um with that moment of like Finn popping up, right, mm-hmm. and and the X wings on the on the the uh, the the water that it's like, that's going to be iconic of a certain time and place. And the Mm N one is, it's just that for me, Um, especially I think because of the age that I was right. Like we're talking about 97 to 99. So I was like, I was like 12 to 13, 14 um, over the course of all this. And, and it, it left a, it left a mark on me. I think as much Mm -hmm. as, as much as the prequels can kind of be a little bit obnoxious and annoying, um, yeah they were they were the, the time of the time that they were introduced to me in my life I uh, it kind of it kind of leaves its it's star wars right so yeah, yeah. it leaves its stamp on you
0: yeah it is a great design yeah. and they in this in this show they they kind of remind us like yeah this was a really really cool ship it comes up uh the, the owner of it is a guy named wick cooper and he has this um he's kind of like a snooty guy so it, it kind of reminded me of like a uh an older guy that's driving around in a corvette a yeah, you know midlife I mean? it, crisis ship yeah, yeah i mean the, everything is about his ship i mean he, he takes care of it it's all nice and pretty and he wants it worked on and i think now that i think about it like i think rowan and them were trying to keep Xander kind of busy because yeah. he, once he saw that thing he's like oh i got it right you know it's like like all of us that are, if you're a car guy, you know some guy drives up in a in a nice you know '64 Corvette or, or a I don't know a Lamborghini or something. Is like I gotta get in that, I gotta yeah, drive yeah. that. You know, let me, yeah, let me can sure. I drive it out the corner real quick? You know, it's yeah. kind of one of those one of those kind of things. So you can definitely see Rowan being a gearhead. That uh, he saw that and it was just it was all over. So it was really yeah. funny. And it, and the guy who plays Wick Cooper, I, yeah. I was checking out the credits because I'm like. He kind of gave it almost, I want to say it was like a Nick Cage type of impression, but <laughs> maybe a little different, you know, but it's the guy, this guy his name is Thomas Lennon, yeah. which for me, he was in like, he was um, in Reno 911, which was a TV show here in the States, a really funny um, a cop show that was kind of, it was kind of like a cops, but it was a comedy and uh he was so funny in that. and he's done a ton of other things but yeah um, well i'm i'm a big nice fan him he's it.
1: on on a show uh the odd couple which is a remake of the original oh yeah yeah odd couple series he plays felix unger on that uh That's al- right. alongside matthew perry who is oscar the oscar to his felix um mm-hmm. and he's that he's a very like uptight uh snooty guy on that, and then he was also he's also one of the other places that I remember him from all the time is an old episode of Friends, where he's uh, he's the the uh, blackjack dealer in Vegas, where Joey uh, yeah. Joey is like like we are, our hands are identical. You're my identical hand twin, right? <laughs> and he thinks that they're gonna yeah. get rich because he's his identical hand twin. Um, uh, so he was in that, and uh, uh, yeah, and a million things like. Um, he's sort of, like, all over the place. He's a a really sort of, not famous, but, like, he's just, he's one of those actors that's kind of all over the place and everything. He's in The Dark Knight Rises. He's in two episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Um, He's in uh, uh, one of the Harold and Kumar movies. Uh, A Bad Teacher. Uh, I remember him in that. He was really funny in that. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a great actor, and it was one of those things where, like, I heard his voice, and I was like, oh, it was kind of like last week where I was like, oh, the 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 actor playing uh, Grabala is doing kind of like a Nathan Lane thing. I was like, oh, this guy's doing like a Thomas Lennon impress- impression, and then I kept <laughs> yeah. listening, and I was like, I don't think that's an impression, and then, <laughs> and then like, as it went on, I was like, no, that's totally him. Like, that's
0: absolutely yeah. him, um, yeah. which is really cool, so yeah the voice made me i go i gotta find out who's playing this because it's just it's one of those things where you get in your head like i gotta know i gotta find out who it is and sure enough like oh yeah that's right so uh cordy's got the job of trying to keep him busy while they uh try to get back his ship which xander has taken now and he's kind of treating it like like i said earlier you know he's treating it like a, a race car he's out there and he comes across uh well, one thing he comes across is a space lug. Hey, we got space lugs now yeah. in this show. <laughs> some horse cannon stuff coming in. And uh, he comes across a, this is kind of funny too. He comes across a, a bunch of A wings and they're getting ready for battle and he yeah. thinks it's a drag race. Yeah. So he, he's out there and he's like, all right, let's do this. So he starts doing this thing. Like, oh, you can shoot. And he's not looking. And he's like, I got blasters too. And he inadvertently shoots some uh, TIE fighters, which was kind of funny too. So the, the comedy of that kind of worked for me as well. Uh, when they do that kind of thing where it's just you know he's not he doesn't know what he's doing yeah (laughs) he just kind of shoots it so we get to that point uh and then uh anything else you want to mention in this particular section no
1: no i mean i i thought that was really funny he sees these uh, a-wings in formation and is like oh you guys want to drag race well i can drag race and and he takes
0: the lead (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's right before and before that he was actually going through some uh, asteroids and then he he turns around and goes back through it again because oh, he had so much. The,
1: the droid that is in the oh, the okay. the mm-hmm. astromech that's in the the astromech socket on the N one is the same model as Chopper. I mean, not the exact same model, but but it's a it's like if you look at oh, the yeah. Yeah. the top, like it's one of those. It's like the stubby, uh, uh, Chopper style. So I thought that was really cool that yeah. uh, that they that they referenced that um because cho so far chopper is the only
0: one of that model that we've ever seen so mm-hmm. oh yeah really it's really cool true. yeah um so we got that he gets sucked into a tractor beam yeah and uh on board the god what was the name of that thing The, was vendetta. It? the vendetta? yeah the vendetta um which I was trying to think is that an actual Canon uh star destroyer or is that just one they made up I I don't know.
1: I, um, I don't I've, think I've, it is. I've got the Wikipedia open, so I can. Where's just... uh, worse thing than she. Can we
0: get him on the phone yeah, real quick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't think it is. I think it's what they made it up for the show. But hey, we got Star Destroyers in here too, as uh, well. So that's good. Kind of...
1: Actually, you know what? It looks like the Vendetta is. And it, like, who knows? That's a. That's a very. Um, generic not necessarily generic but but a very easy name to go to um, right. but the 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 Wikipedia article says the vendetta was an imperial class star destroyer that served the Galactic Empire in the interim territories during the Galactic Civil War. Lieutenant Ander Rendrake who was secretly a spy for the rebel alliance to restore the Republic, served aboard the vendetta during his time aboard the vendetta rendrake managed managed to acquire a number of code cylinders and access codes allowing him access to every part of the star destroyer hmm. so that's interesting because we find out that vader is actually uh, uh on this ship in this story but
0: it's not it is not his star destroyer right he i think right. he's got his own so right right So Xander gets caught. He gets to make his one phone call from Imperial jail. (laughs) Yeah, which was funny. (laughs) That was a good one, too. He's kind of trying to play it cool. Then, you know, of course, the very end, he goes crazy. Like, get me out of here. Yeah. So they take him away. Uh, And then Darth Vader appears in this episode, which is kind of cool. Yes. Nare is recruited to help them. And uh, she has this meeting with Vader. And actually, I'll just – this is one of the – I'd only pulled – One clip, actually two, but one of them is super short. But uh, here's this section with Darth Vader and Nare. Check this out.
1: Agent Nare, why have you not obtained more Kyber Saber crystals? The Emperor grows impatient, and displeased, and frustrated, and Hold on, I broke down a few more words here. I must be cautious. If the boy suspected who I really am, I would lose his trust. Have you tried force choking him? I find it's an excellent way to get results. you hear? I must go. Do not hang up. I have more words. Restless, agitated, furious, unhappy, rage-filled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's kind of funny to hear him pull out his list of synonyms yeah. for how pissed off he is so that was the, pretty good the, the
1: vader and the emperor on uh, in, in freemaker adventures remind me a lot of their um, their robot chicken versions yeah they do, right? <laughs> they're very similar yeah. but a little bit very more family simple. friendly
0: <coughs> yeah and the guy that's doing vader is uh actually chad vader who yep. uh who's done a lot of voice work with Vader, I guess in, in the games. Yeah, yeah, a
1: lot like a lot like how James Arnold Taylor is the go-to guy for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, the the guy, uh, is it Matt Sloan? Yes. Yeah, he's the go-to yeah. guy for uh, for Vader. Um, so much so that I know his name off the top of my head. I, I didn't yeah. even have to look that up. I was just like, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, Matt Sloan, that's it. Um, and if you haven't seen Chad Vader, if people haven't seen the Chad Vader fan films go on the internet go on youtube and look them up because chad vader is hilarious
0: yes some good stuff and that
1: like that that specifically that moment of him being like like the have you tried force choking i find it gets good results um yeah Yeah. it it, like that is Uh, totally like a chad vader sort of thing because he's like the assistant manager of a grocery store in chad vader so yeah um people should check that out if they have not
0: yes yeah that, that's those are some good stuff too uh so cordy and, or not cordy but uh, Ro, uh rowan and nare they um have a tie fighter that that they built back at their uh at their shed, at their um, what's it what's it called again right the
1: oh I, I well the whole space station is the wheel and then the they, wheel. they just have like a garage
0: they have a garage yeah they, so they built this this a quote unquote tie fighter and they're able to get in. You know, Rowan's able to use some of his force power to uh uh to override the the signal and get into yeah. um into the ship. And uh I there's some there's some good stuff in here. And and again, um Nare she shows her rage. I can't remember exactly what point it was, but she shows her rage and where she turns color. She actually showed it in front of Rowan and yeah. And he didn't. He kind of got scared, but he didn't get it. Yeah, so he hasn't got it yet. He's not on board to what? Because she turned red and everything. Yeah. Well, you know, we know what that means, right? Right.
1: But you have to remember that this is these are the dark times. Nobody knows what a Jedi is, right? So, and definitely nobody knows what a Sith is because no one's really known what a Sith is for thousands of years, other than the Jedi, right? Um, right. Since the since the Knights of the Old Republic era, so I uh, so they have no basis for like when when her eyes turn yellow and her tattoos turn red. Maybe that just at whatever species she is. Maybe that you know it's it's the Star Wars galaxy. You you learn to to not be weirded out by things. It's like Han says when they're going into Maz's castle. Don't stare at don't stare at it. Or don't stare, and, and <laughs> yeah. they're like at what? Any of it? Any of it?
0: Right? Yeah. It's like that's
1: the, like Han has been from one side of the galaxy to the other, and like he says, he's seen a lot of strange things. So <laughs> I, I think in Star Wars, especially if you live somewhere like the Wheel, you just kind of okay. This Jedi has tattoos that change shape. Yeah, uh, no not really deal. a big deal, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It, you know, I. Towards this part of the the show as well, I forgot to mention too, there was a nice little um, homage to the torture probe droid scene, uh, the torture (laughs) droid that uh, Xander got put under and basically spilled his beans before uh, (laughs) the droid he's like i haven't even done anything yet what are you doing not that yeah.
1: he, not that he has any beans to spill but yeah and he like he yeah. confesses everything he has to confess and yeah it's it was funny because he hadn't even been in Terry, and vader's like i it, it hasn't even done anything yet <laughs> he's like oh. and it does
0: something and he says the exact same thing yeah so so he do that torture scene uh, and another great scene too was the uh, imperial officer he's he's well, we don't know it at, th- at first, but it kind of fades into Vader and he's choking an yeah. uh, Imperial officer. Turns out he's choking on a drumstick. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, I told you to chew more carefully. And then uh, Vader you know, continues to choke him anyway because he's messed up. So yeah. it's, it's that funny stuff that, again, kids probably don't get it, but we do because we know Vader and we know how he is. Yeah. And... Uh, it's just that's why this show is good for everybody, and and it's got some great stuff for us that are adults. We can watch it with our kids, or in the case of myself, I'm watching it by myself. <laughs> so <laughs> kids are too busy up playing uh, video games and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I mean,
1: I'm just sitting watching it with my wife. We're just a couple of thirty-one-year-old uh, nerds in on a Tuesday night watching yeah. <laughs> watching Lego Star Wars, watching yeah. Star Wars kids shows. Um, yeah, and uh, and looking for the deeper meaning. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, so they finally meet up with Vader, um, and they're able yeah. to. Uh, let's see if I remember right, this. Oh, geez, we got to talk about it. The the point in the show where Vader sees the N one Starfighter. And yeah, they're, they're himself, right.
1: They're, yeah. Nare, Cordy, and uh, or and uh, Rowan managed to break onto this the Star Destroyer. Um, and they they get with the with this fake uh, tie fighter. They get in, and they they rescue him. And on their way out, Vader catches up with them and is basically like about to dispense with them, right? Like about to oh, yeah. to destroy yeah. them. And uh, and he catches eye of the of the n one, and it is like it's like the best flashback moment of like he's like oh man that's so wizard it <laughs> he, he i think he goes back and it's like the first thing he says is now this is pod racing and yeah and uh, and he shows him like fly through the thing and in slow motion waving at the at nuke gunray and then uh, or whoever and then mm-hmm. uh, blowing up the the trade federation ship and and doing right. a spin and and he's like oh is that a and he and it's so funny because he says the exact same thing that Xander says when Xander first sees it
0: oh yeah and then right, Xander's yeah. like that's yeah. exactly what I said he's talking about all the you know yeah. underneath it's got chrome and this and the yeah on with yeah. the
1: original chromium undercarriage <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. So he takes it out for a spin, yeah. and then TIE Fighters start going after him. So, of course, Vader being a great pilot, he takes out these uh, these TIE Fighters fairly easily. Yeah.
1: Uh, Which, like, at first you're like, why is Vader taking out his own TIE Fighters? Why, like, well, because they're shooting at him. And because he's Darth Vader. Like, when somebody messes up, he strangles them from the other side of the galaxy. So... Right. Um, yeah, that's how Vader rolls. It's what yeah. he does. Like, that is totally keeping in character. Um, and it's Lego Star Wars, so nobody actually dies. Uh, right. Your, your yeah. little Lego figure floats through space, and then somebody picks them up. And, yeah.
0: yeah. And then with the help of Nari, they're able to escape with the, yeah. the starfighter, and everything's cool. And I got to say, too, um, one of my favorite scenes, it was cr- real quick. Was this exchange uh, with the stormtroopers? Check this out. How's TK429 Junior doing? Great. He's already a better shot than his old man. <laughs> Hard not to be. It's all clear. So I mean, again, again, one of those jokes that yeah. it's going to go over most kids' heads, but those of us who've been entrenched in this universe for a long time, it's just, it's yeah. just so great that they were able to throw um, these in there. There's a know? funny
1: joke like that in uh, in The Force Awakens. Video game where you're you're when you're Ray and you're escaping from Starkiller Base. She's like crawling uh, or like like shimmying along the side of a of a ledge, and there's stormtroopers up top and they're talking. And one of the stormtroopers is like, like, oh, how, how's your how's how is target practice? And the, the other stormtrooper is like, it was really good. I I hit three of the targets. And it's like out of how many? Out of like fifty? It's like oh, that's your high score. <laughs> like that's a new high score. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so it's funny. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's funny because the, like the the video games and the and the shows actually share the same sense of humor, which mm-hmm. is is really uh, it's really cool that they managed to do that. And and I don't know, I, I, I'd I love to know how they is it just coincidence? Is it just, you know, like it's it the, or are there the same people involved or like what's how's that? How are they maintaining that? Mm-hmm. right so right uh, I don't know I don't know maybe maybe one of the uh the insiders that's listening to the podcast can, can to fill us in on that uh, of course <laughs> okay. obviously we should have said it earlier but but if uh, if if any of the the uh the people involved with making uh the freemaker adventures want to come on the podcast we are absolutely more than happy to have you so just uh you know yeah, you, you know, you know where to find us hit us up on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned like we've talked to you know the Clone Wars, some of the voice actors, yeah. and yeah. you know, and you know, it's not like our thing. We normally don't do a lot of that. No, it's just because we have a different format. But it's not like we're going to say no. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But uh, so so we finish up. Uh, Wick gets actually a different ship back. They uh, they give him Xan one of Xander's creations, and it uh, quickly blows up. <laughs> yeah, as it flies f- out. Oh
1: yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> as he's flying it away, sort of like laughing as he flies off into the distance. Yeah, um, exactly. The ship just explodes, and he's like, oh, yeah.
0: And he's floating in space. There's
1: that reactor leak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, like you said, Mike, so it's, we strayed off this Kyber story for a little bit, and we got this yeah. sort of like a one-off, but it was still fun. It still had great, great comedy. And animation, of course, is always great. Uh, even the score, like the music in it, mm-hmm. is is like it... They still bring in some of the great themes we know, and its own thing. So it's it's that's good too. Yeah, totally. I mean, so overall, I mean, the series is still is still really good. I'm glad that uh, you mentioned this and that we're covering it because it's a good yeah. time. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm 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 excited for the 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 next episode, uh, which is the lost treasure of Cloud City, mm-hmm. um, which sounds like it'll be very exciting.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and uh, maybe we see Lando. Uh, yeah, well, exactly, right. <laughs> um, although this yeah. is between Empire and Jedi, so Lando, I don't think would be. Oh, uh, yeah, But maybe we will sure. see. Maybe we'll see Lobot. Um, oh yeah, maybe which if know. anybody's read the Lando comic, Lobot has like this this. Great backstory now that I think everybody should go check out. You check out the Lando comic. It was actually pretty good. It mm-hmm. was I wouldn't consider it one of the better ones that they've done so like since Marvel took over, but um, but it was actually pretty good. It it, it had some cool points, um, and you find out kind of like why Lobot is um, the weird like detached sort of like 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 he doesn't say anything and he just sort of motions and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. Check it out. Uh, yeah the series is just called lando and i think there's only one volume so cool. um but yeah i think that's it though yeah that's
0: episode. it for this week yeah
1: cool yeah. uh thank you guys for listening as always if you want to stay up to date with all the latest rebels and freemaker adventures news uh you can do that by heading to rebelspodcast.com where tim will keep you up to date with everything you need to know and we appreciate him doing that tim's the best yeah um, Yeah, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebels podcast as well as on Twitter at rebels podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter. I'm at Arkwolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F. I am like 42. uh, The last time I checked, I'm 42 followers away from a thousand. So if you don't follow me, go follow me so that I can get to a thousand Twitter followers because that would be a cool milestone oh, yeah. to hit. Uh, you yeah. can also follow uh, you can also follow Matt. Uh, he's at the Crankster. Yes. That's crankster with a K.
0: How many followers are you at, Matt? You know? I'm only at like three sixty or eighty or something like that. So um, Yeah well you know get a few hey, more I'm not get busy. a few
1: more podcasts and maybe you can get
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I just post mostly Star Wars stuff of course. And yeah. I use it obviously more for getting information than giving it. Yeah, but, yeah uh, for sure I still throw out my my opinions and my and stuff once in a while, so yeah, go ahead and follow me. Um, I put some jokes on there,
1: and you guys know we're part of the Thunderquack podcast network. You can head to thunderquack com, check out more great podcasts just like this one. Uh, and uh, I, if you like what you hear and uh, and you think uh, I'd like to support that, I'd like to help Thunderquack make more great podcasts. Then you can do that by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack and chipping in there uh every dollar helps it all goes towards making the podcasts better and making new podcasts so i so do that head over there uh, patreon.com slash thunderquack thunderquack thunderquack.com rebelspodcast.com uh that is everything you need to know uh thank you guys for listening we will be back next week for the lost treasure of cloud city see you next week
0: see you next week everybody